This episode of the BJJ Foxcast is brought to you by BioPro. BioPro is an all-natural alternative to prescription human growth hormone, which aids in recovery, anti-aging, metabolism, libido, immunity, skin health, cognition, sleep, and stress. Just one vial per day provides a substantial boost to all of these growth factors. Okay, so that's what they want me to say. Here's what I know as an aging grappler. I've been using BioPro Plus and the nighttime variant BioPro Plus Cortisleep for several months, and it feels like I've grown a third lung. My, ga- my gas tank is noticeably bigger. My recovery is faster, and I'm back on the mats much quicker, not just between training sessions, but between rounds. Now you can get $30 off your first order of BioPro when you use the code FOXCAST at www.bioproteintech.com. That's code FOXCAST. For $30 off your first order at www.bioproteintech.com. Thank you, BioPro. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the BJJ Foxcast. I am your host, Alex Martinez, and today I have a good friend of mine, D Cardozo, on the show. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you. How are you? I'm well. D is a brown belt, and um, he trains and teaches over with me at Aries East Mesa BJJ, and I'm super excited to have you on the show, man. Tell me, tell me about how long have we been talking about this? Quite some time, like a few months. Yeah. A few months. Yeah, and man. And you told me, oh, I'm going to have you. Then stuff happened. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad you're here, man. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about coaching. Um, one thing that we do at the academy is <clears throat> we have coaches training pretty often. Um, sometimes, I'm sorry, sometimes I feel like, sometimes I feel like I'm asking too much of the coaches sometimes for their time, you know? Um, but I feel like in order to get on the same page collectively, I think it's super important that we meet. 100%. Yeah, let's yeah. let's lift lift the microphone a little bit like right in your face, almost blocking your face. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Let me see a little bit more. That's right much yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's really really good, Andy, even for us coaches on when we having like those privates with all 6 7 8 of us, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. Like even today when Patrick was showing those slightly details so those slickly slick details on those moves, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. And do the preparation for the week, for the next two weeks, what we're going to be training on. It's awesome. And that just show how committed we are with our students. Yeah. Yeah. Like the preparation that we are doing before and it's awesome. And we've been doing this like for the last, actually, it's almost one year for me now. Yeah. That you invited me to, to yeah. coach. And having those weekends has been game changing even in the preparation for the the classes how we're going to be doing things and what we should be covering from fund fundies to mixed levels yeah it's awesome it's really helpful yeah i i, I really like to get to a point where <clears throat> like our 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 fund is, fundamentals class is complementing the mixed levels class instead of separate curriculums like mm-hmm. they almost like expand on one another but the only issue i see is like we do the fundies curriculum for a week at a time so maybe if we did it Two weeks, two weeks. You know that would that would might that might be a little bit better, but <clears throat> but for now, for now, I think we have a good a good formula because I'm finding that the people that are coming from our fundamentals to our mixed levels groups, they're not lost. You know, they're 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 pretty they're they're pretty solid. You know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the only the only ones I I concern myself I'm really concerned about is the uh, folks that are coming from you know off the couch and can only do mixed levels classes. Yes. Although, like, for us in the morning, like, the, the class that I teach, 6 a.m., for you to go to 6 a.m., you have to 
be a different breed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, right away. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost the people off the, ca- the couch, they don't show up at exam. Mm. I don't know why, but we barely have those. And the few guys we, we had from Warrior Challenge, they had another gear right away. Mm. But like you said, yeah, those people that are coming off the couch. But the other thing that you mentioned, we are just doing now, like eventually just a week for each move. Yeah. Maybe the two weeks, even for them, is going to be better because they're going to be able to have the first contact with a move on the first week. Yeah. Then on the second week is when they are really efficient mm. on the move. Yeah. Instead yeah. of be this week we are doing uh, re- rear neck. Now next week they don't see rear neck again until right. and by Friday is when they getting like the groove on the move. Yeah. Eventually if they have another week of it that might be yeah. a good tweak on the current curriculum that we have for for yeah. the fundies. Yeah, and and when you have somebody come in new and, you know, maybe the people that have been doing it for a week can kind of help them, you know, catch up pretty quick. So, yeah, there's a certain a lot of things that we got to look at when it comes to that, but I think I think the direction that we're going and the and the staff that we're putting together, coaching staff and mm-hmm. and admin staff that we're putting together, man, it's going to be it, it's it's getting to a point where I I'm excited already. But it's going to be like next level. I mean, just imagine this team together in six months, in eight months, in a year, in two years. It's going to be an amazing team. You no, know, the growth of the academy on the last six months, it's crazy. Yeah. And six months, I remember we have conversations on the side and you're like, D, I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I told you at the time, like, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Whatever it is, the yeah. good, the bad. Everything happens for, for a reason. Yeah. And one of the things that I've been learning lately is doesn't matter how bad it is what's happening in our lives, we have always to find a good lesson from what's happening. 100%. Yeah. Like one of my mentors, William Lamb, he always says this, what can I learn from this? Mm. Doesn't matter what's happening in your life. Yeah. What can I learn from this? Yeah. And for you, not having the different safeties in place, mm. you saw what you had to learn. Oh, and it was quick. <laughs> and I had to do it quick. Right. Yeah. It's awesome having one person taking care of everything until it's not. Yeah. 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 And, and, and you know, I've been, I've been uh, traveling a little bit past couple of months. You can now. But, but you know, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like being away. But, but I, one, one thing I, I will tell you is... Being away shows me the gaps in my game. And by game, I mean in my business game. Because like, well, I mean, let's take, for example, the Google phone, the Google voice. Mm-hmm. It only goes to my phone. Cannot be. And I'm, and I'm you know, a thousand miles away. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking calls and having to relay. So that's a gap. That's, that's a, a gap. gap that I got to fill, right? Mm-hmm. And, and little things like that. That's a, that's a minor one because, mm-hmm. I mean, do I get a thousand phone calls? No, nope. but I do get a few, right? Mm-hmm. And and people are really, really polite as to what time they call. They're not. Uh, <laughs> 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 but it's just the nature of the beast, man. Um, but no, like things like that is like, okay, and I write them down. Got to fill this gap. Got to fill that gap. Mm-hmm. But whenever I get like negative on myself, whenever I start coming down on myself, there's something that um, I think it might have been like, who was it, man? Like 
Tony Robbins or somebody, but they said, you have to ask yourself, like, what do I have to believe in order for that to be true? Right. Am I stupid? Nah, I'm not stupid. I'm, I, I'm, I'm uneducated in a lot of things, but I'm mm -hmm. not stupid. None of us um, are stupid. Right. None of us. Um, am I, do I have the ability to learn? Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, do I have the time? Yeah, I got time, you know, and, and you have to start believing that, okay, yes, I can do this because, right? Not, oh my gosh, I'm so full of motivation. I can do this and no, have no plan, right? You got to have a plan. And normally that's exactly where the problems with the self-development things start. Mm -hmm. Everything that we do or we don't do is tied to beliefs and values that were passed to us. Yeah. And you know when they say, were, say more about that. You know when they were passed to us when we were little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Between zero years and seven is when most of our beliefs and values are defined. Wow. The next phase is between seven and fourteen. At that time, you barely have any kind of control of what you are soaking in, or what you are learning, or what you are believing in. Mm. And to be even more drastic, what you are right now is not just those first 14 years, are the past generations that passed from your great, 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 great father, great, 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 and came down from the learnings, they passed down, they passed down, and then they came down to you. Mm. So when we think that, oh, I'm Alex Martinez because I am this way, I want to be this way. Those things have been passed down to us by generations, yeah. beliefs and values. Yeah. And if we're not aware of this, like most of us, we are not, we're not able to break the, bound, the boundaries on those things. Yeah. And then we start believing things that they were not really our beliefs, but they were passed down. Can you, can you give me an example of something that is, that is true for you? Oh yeah, simple. <clears throat> Life is hard. Having money is hard you have to do a lot of sacrifices. Mm. I always, my mom, she worked hard. Like I'm originally from Portugal, from a, a neighborhood, like tough neighborhood. So yeah. my mom never let me out and go out and have fun with the, the other kids. Always safety, uh, because of my safety. My, my father came to US when I was two years old. So I was just me and her. Then she had to be very extra protective. And she always worked hard, like nothing, I, I had everything, but to a certain degree. Yeah. And all of those teachings, like life is hard, money doesn't come from the trees. Yeah. I'm starting to sinking in those, everything has to be hard. Everything has to be hard. And now I've been learning to change that pro programming. Life is, doesn't need to be hard. Life is easy. Even that is another one that we see everywhere, the hero's, hero's journey. What is the hero's journey? If you see all movies, 100% of the movies goes like this. The hero's journey starts, starts good, then he needs to learn something, then he needs to struggle, really, really yeah. struggle, yeah. then he he's going to succeed. And now in your life, you start seeing that how many times you had things easy for you in your business or never? Zero. Zero. I'm still waiting for a boring month. I want one boring month. Yeah. And then when you have the good, yeah, yes, then you are already expecting the bad. 
Yeah, yeah, and and there's and there's times when I know this is going to sound terrible, mm-hmm. but when when the negativity in my brain will will start growing, it's like mm-hmm. mold, right? And then you get to a point, and this is going to be you're you're my therapist right now, but where you get to a point where you're like, do I deserve this good stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, have I done? Like, you know, am I am I a good enough person? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you start and the doubting yourself, the, like as a person, the energy. That you are putting in thinking, do you do I deserve this? If you change it, why not? Yeah. Why wouldn't I deserve? Why this? not me? Why not me? Yeah. Others, less skilled, less resourceful, less great looking, less great looking. <laughs> <laughs> they done it. They keep on doing it. Yeah. Why not me? Yeah. 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 Um. I, I've been I've been watching a lot of uh, you know Alex Hermosi. Alex is amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. I, I just got turned on to him like less than a year ago. Mm-hmm. But what what he does, like all of that to do gym launch and everything, is exactly mm-hmm. what I do. So when I study him, it's exactly what we're doing. So mm-hmm. I I mean, it's like a it's like a master class of what I'm already doing, and I can kind of clean up a lot of things just by listening to him, right? Mm-hmm. And the way he went from, I mean, he started at a very young age, and he was like very, um, very in tune to what his strengths were. At a very young age, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And a person in his 20s, 23, understanding that, no, I could do more. That's awesome. That's so rare, man. Yeah. So, I wish. <laughs> yeah, right? But but now, you know, he, he went from a gym owner to losing everything, right? To launching the gym launch thing, to almost losing everything there, to now, you know, a, a company that does, you know, a couple hundred million a year. And that just goes to, we just, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. We are capable capable of do amazing things. Yeah, but then that is another thing that we lose. I think starts at age seven or eight, nine. We stop dreaming. Mm. If you see the kids when they go to daycare at that age, and I want to be this, I want to do that, then they start going to school, and things starts to get blocked, chopped. Like you have to be in this box. Yeah, and our school system, for the good, has something less good that. They take our capacity of dreaming. You think that's done on purpose? Yeah. Yeah. It's done on purpose. Why? Because the school system, if I'm not wrong on quoting, started with the Rockefellers and the industry age. They needed people not to think, but to execute. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Our school are preparing people to execute and not think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we have this system the way it is. Would be amazing to ha- uh, to to have our kids use their ima- imagination. Yeah. As simple as this, for us to send somebody to the moon, somebody had to imagine. Yeah. For you to build a bridge, you have to imagine first. Didn't they call those people lunatics? The people that you know early on before there were rockets and yeah. they're talking about going to the moon. Isn't that where that came from? Yeah. Lunatics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry about that. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. But you see, we have. If we don't have the capacity of imagining better, be- better and best for us, how are we going to achieve better and best? Mm. If we don't have the capacity of imagine a better life for ourselves, how are we going to have better? That is another one that is like a lot of people, they will believe it when they see it. Those are the worst. Those are the worst. <laughs> or, or sorry, it's see see it to believe it. See it to believe it. See yeah, it to believe yeah, it. yeah. Is the other way around. Yeah, you have to believe it, even if you don't have it. Doesn't matter whatever it is in your life. Yeah, 
believe it drastically, don't feel it that you already have it, yeah. then you'll see it and not see it to believe it. Right, yeah. And this is just to tie up to when I was young and my mom seeing all of these things. Before I know it, now sometimes things are going not so good in my life. And then, oh, why? Oh, because when I was 10 years old, my mom was telling me, oh, life is hard. Things doesn't come easy. This is supposed to happen. This is supposed to happen. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So now the things that are going good now, be- and then our subconscious mind is very accustomed to the known, what f- uh, familiar. Yeah. They are very, they love to be in familiar situations, things that already happened to you. Yeah, because that's comforting, right? There's some comfort level to that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So now, since you, most of us had some tough upbringing, easily we go back to, to that. Wow. Yeah. And this is, happens in not just in business, business, relationship. A lot of times people have a bad partner and they go from bad partner to bad partner. Doesn't matter whatever. It's just what they know, their subconscious mind is giving them that. Wow. They don't know better. Yeah. And when you start this journey of like self-development, they don't really talk about this. Yeah. And you can read then all the books that you want. And if you don't touch on these subjects on your subconscious level, you're not going to change who you are. Doesn't matter how many books you read. How do you, how do you get to that point where you're, where you're working at a subconscious level and not a conscious level? So first you need to be aware of it. And most of us, we are not, but that is, I just came aware of this part because I give you a quick glimpse on my entrepreneurial journey. 2018, when I moved to Cali from Jersey, a friend of mine was, he was, his wife and him, they were doing some LM, uh, uh, MLM uh, network. Uh, multi-level marketing. Multi-level marketing. <clears throat> yeah. And the good and the bad that they, that system is, I think that is much more good than bad they require you to read books, period. And one of the first books that they told me to read before I even go to the meeting was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm. And I start reading the book and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I can, be, I can be a millionaire without winning <clears throat> the jackpot. I can be successful without having uh, parents with a lot of money. Mm. I can become somebody that's, my starting point. Then I start reading a lot of books. Then I start the different uh, side business, side gigs. But this year, there was a book that really changed things. They clicked. The Power, power of Subconscious Mind. Joseph, Joseph D. Murphy. And he talks about this like extensively. Mm. That we have the con- conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind you can see it as like an engine of a boat, like the a big cruise. Okay. Then you have the captain. <clears throat> yep. Right? And the captain is the one that guides the, the boat to wherever you want to go. Yeah. The subconscious is just the engine. It's going to drive you wherever you want to go. But the all of the engine work is your subconscious mind. Wow. So whatever you feed to your subconscious mind is where it's going to take you. Most of the time we are thinking on the worst outcome of any situation. What do you think is going to happen? I try not to, man. 
I really try not to. Like I, I always, like for for example, um, whenever um, a new hire, mm-hmm. we bring somebody on, and I get all of these people like, oh, I don't like the way he does this, or you know what, she did this, eh, not my thing, mm-hmm. or I don't like this, I don't like it. I try to switch that up, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to catch them doing something right. Something right. And I'm not going to stop watching what they're doing until mm-hmm. I catch them doing something right. And as soon as I catch them doing something right, I walk over and I compliment them on that. Because I really believe that, <clears throat> number one, they're uncomfortable in a new environment. Mm-hmm. It, there's no way to walk in and be like, own the room, right? You're, you're kind of, a, you're, all, you're a little self-conscious, right? And when somebody says, hey, I noticed you did this, that was really cool. You're like, oh, okay. And they build on that. Then they build on something else. So, yeah. So, anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, I, no. I really try to find people doing the right thing any, at any point. Because you can make a hundred mistakes. When you do something right, you can build off of that. But sometimes it's easy to do that with some other people. Mm. When it comes to ourselves, we are hard on ourselves. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. We are hard on ourselves. I didn't ourselves. think about that. I'm pretty, I'm pretty tough on myself. How many times do you, good job, Alex. You did an amazing job. Good job, Alex. You are running an amazing uh, academy in like three years. You have, you've, you've been very successful. You know, you know what my biggest problem is my whole life mm-hmm. is I'm always thinking about the next thing. You can and you should. Yeah, but I, but I don't enjoy the moment. That's the thin line where we need to enjoy the present. And, and I think that's where you're talking about, say, you know, great job, Alex. Great job. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like looking back to connect the dots. I am where I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. where I'm going next, but I'm enjoying where I am right now. I'm grateful for what I have. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So just go, tying back on the book, the book will really teach you all of these amazing things of our subconscious mind, how it's controlling. Then for me, there is this guy, my mentor, William Lamb. Even right now, he has something called Upgrade Launch, where you have somebody talking to you, to your, to your subconscious mind through NLP language, okay. linguistic programming. Yeah. It's just freaking mind-blowing. Is it like recording? Yes, recording. So you're listening to a recording, someone talking to your subconscious mind. Yeah. Wow. Even hypnotherapy, before I go to bed, I have a 35 minutes, like three-hour recording. You can achieve whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And then I have different recordings, like for wealth, for fitness, for confidence. Are you talking to yourself? Did you record that yourself, or is there somebody else's voice? That's the next level. Whoa. Right now, I'm only listen, <clears throat> yeah. but with this amazing studio, I would do that in the blink <laughs> of an eye. You are welcome to use the studio anytime <laughs> you want. You're my boy, dude. You no. can. That's not for everybody. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, you start talking to yourself while you're <clears throat> sleeping because then just going even deeper on the rat roll that we already started, yeah. you have the alter state. You have alpha, beta, and gamma. Mm-hmm. And normally, gamma or beta, is the one that we are sleeping. But we're not really sleeping. We can feed stuff to our subconscious mind. Is that is that the best time to do it? That's or is, the best okay. time. Okay. That's yeah. the best time. There is, no, there is no doors blocking. It's free. Free, yeah. It's Even a lot of times, if you remember, you are watching a movie, war movie, or you're watching the news at... 11 p.m., then you go to, to bed. What do you think you're going to put in, in your subconscious mind? Oh, garbage. All of it's garbage. Yeah. 
Now, if you change that to read a nice book or listen to some good stuff, what do you think is going to do while you are dreaming? I'm, I'm sure it would be way more positive. Yeah, way more, way more positive than that Ted Bundy documentary I saw the other night. Talk about bad dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even for me, sometimes I'm watching a movie with my wife. We're watching the movie. Then you go to bed and... Oh, at least one of the things that I stopped doing since the elections, like in 2020, I stopped watching the news. I don't watch the news. Yeah. I just you, don't. You know, I, I was talking to Amy about this the other day, and I just can't do it, man. I can't watch the news. Here's the thing. I don't care what news TV station you watch. It's all BS. And, and all BS. I, I told Amy, I said this. I said, I believe that there's a guy named Joe Biden, and I believe there's a guy named Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe any of the other shit they tell me. Bingo. That's it. <laughs> I believe they exist, right? But I don't believe anything they tell me. And it's and it's so sad because like what what did Denzel Washington say? He said if you if you watch the if you don't watch the news, you're uninformed. If you watch the news, you're misinformed. You're misinformed. So you're yeah. it's it's lose lose. It's a lose lose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. But, but so, so how is, um, let's, let's, let's go back a little mm -hmm. bit. Cause what, I want to tie this in to yep. what, you know, to, to the, our main subject. Um, but how did you find, uh, jujitsu? How did that come about? Cause you went from Portugal, was it Portugal, New Jersey, California, Arizona? Yes. See, I listen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How old were you when you went to New Jersey? So 2008, when I finished my master's in Portugal in systems uh, electronics uh, degree in Portugal, I started working as a telecom engineer. Okay. 2000. And that's best job you can think. You finish your college degree and they tell you, I'm going to pay you a, bu a, button, a, a boatload of money and you're going to travel around the world. Awesome. Now, was it one of those engineers where you're like in, in jeans and, you know, and rolling up your sleeves and getting into stuff? Or was it like more of a desktop, uh, desk type of a dev engineer? No, not desk. At the time, I would go like to Malaysia, Kuala okay. Lumpur, and I would be doing tests for WiMAX. So Whoa. I go to um, a car and we drive around with a laptops and with a signal to evaluate the signal, like then do some tests on throughput and quality. And I would stay there for one month. Then I go to a different location. Whoa, that's so. Cool. Romania, um, Dominican Republic, for oh, nice. three months. Oh, Malaysia God. for six months. Uh, I wouldn't have come back from the Dominican <laughs> Republic. I'm at that age, I would have not come back. No way. It was awesome. <laughs> it was it was good. <laughs> then from there, I went to Malaysia six months in Southeast Asia. Wow, a dream. Yeah, and I wasn't by myself. With another five Portuguese guys. Oh, that's five crazy. to eight. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> Travel around, make good money, yeah. be in hotels. Yeah. Do you speak other languages? So I speak Portuguese. My original language is Portuguese, and I'm from. Uh, my parents are from Cape Verde, so we have our own dialect that oh. is Creole. Like, it's similar to the Creole from. Uh, is it like uh, the south somewhere? The, yeah. Yes. Louisiana. -ish. No, no, no. The islands. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Um, French Creole. French Creole. Yeah. Fr Portuguese Creole. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I speak that one. I speak Portuguese, then English. Is it? Is it? How far apart is it from the Portuguese they speak? They speak in Brazil. 
So the Portuguese they speak in Brazil is like the British in and American. Okay. Okay. But actually, no, it's exactly the same problem. You as an American, you go to the north of England, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to understand them. Gotcha. Period. Yeah. Brazilians, normally, if I'm speaking to them at my regular speed that I speak in Portuguese, they're going to be like, mm, can you slow down? Oh, okay. And if you are from Rio or Sao Paulo, you are okay. Now from other places, it's going to be harder. Yeah. But from for us from Portugal, because we have the telenovelas, the soap operas. Yeah. We are very accustomed to the Brazilian, the Portuguese from Brazil, from Brazil. So it's easy for us. But for them, not so much. Even my wife was telling me there is a new soap opera or series in Brazil with Portuguese and, Bra and Brazilian. Mm. You know what they're doing to the Portuguese guys? They are dubbing. No kidding. They are dubbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah yeah well there's a lot of that in spanish also like you know i i used to have a well i probably still do i used to have a really good ear for for dialects like i could tell somebody was from cuba puerto rico mm -hmm. dominican republic mm -hmm. dominican republic is a little bit harder to catch because they speak it's it's very in, in in a lot of ways it's very proper but it's not i hate to say it's like not they don't speak as fast as they do in puerto rico but if they were to slow it down it'd be almost identical the same the same dialect. Cubans very different. Um, Mexico, depending on where you are, right, north northern part or southern part of Mexico. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So what I what I love about the love languages like Mexico, uh, Spanish, and in, in those in, in Mexico was um, that how efficient it is. You know, they combine they combine several words in a sentence into one word. Mm. You know what I mean? Like um, like um, for instance, that that the, the most common one that I that I can that I can think of is in English when you say let's go for a walk right mm -hmm. that took 30 seconds to say yeah. right and then in Spanish we would say caminemos it's one word yes, yes. let's go for yeah, a walk yeah, yeah, right yeah. so it's a bit I love it because it's very efficient mm -hmm. anyway there's mm -hmm. there's a lot of words like that that, that, I, that although I love although there is no more efficient language to be spoken around the world than English the easiness of like I'm not Born and raised in U.S. Right. I can speak decent yeah, English. Really well. Right? Yeah. But the chair in English is the chair. Yeah. In Spanish or Portuguese or in French. <laughs> <laughs> can be feminine, can be masculine, yeah. can be yeah. so many. And for you to like speak regular Portuguese might take you a few years. Mm. Yeah. If you're not from the Middle East, uh, even from... Uh, east of Europe from English to Portuguese you are for an awakening it's it, tough it's tough even Spanish to Portuguese it's, it's, it's hard it is yeah yeah <laughs> it is well it there's is. also like nasally sounds nasally that you make sounds. things like that that we don't typically in Portuguese do. we have João mm -hmm. mm -hmm. João the American cannot say João <laughs> for dear life. So when you see the Brazilians, like in Brazilian term, tournament saying João, João, João. Right. It's just João because that nasal yep. sound. But then the same goes for, there are words in English that I just cannot say it. Yeah. Like the H, Henry. <laughs> Henry. No, no, no. Henry. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. So travel around the world. Then this until 2010. Okay. Then in 2010, I came to Jersey for just a month to work on LTE, long-term evolution, the 4G that you see on your phone. 
myself and a friend. I of never mine. knew what that stood for. Yeah, LTE. Long term evolution. I got it now. Yeah, instead of the four G, <laughs> I was supposed to stay just a month, and just to make this even crazier, my father came, and when I was eighteen, he applied for his uh, nationality. At that same year that he got it, I was already 18, so I couldn't get the nationality, but I could get my green card. Okay. So, but I just came and I left. And when you are abroad, you can ask to be abroad with your green card for two years, and then you can have another extension. Okay. Or four years, four years, something like that. Is it just one extension you get? It's one or two. Okay, okay. In 2008... I was at the end of my extension. I have to come to the country. But again, the d- world, the destiny, the universe works in a very different, a very strange way sometimes. I came to the US, I stayed one month, and at the time, my my boss, Hamad Taraf, he said, you guys are not going nowhere. You guys are staying here. Oh, okay. Because before he was having people coming from abroad, get the knowledge, and Split, bounce. yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> they would come, they called on job training. So we we would come, learn about LTE, then we would go to other places in the world to test and evaluate LTE because with a technology, like right now we are already working on 5G. Then uh, next uh, not not even 5G, 6G, the next gen- generation. Mm. So it's 10 years before. The LTE that we are working on now and is very mature, I started working on it in 2010. Wow. So you see 10 years and even right now they're talking about 5G, but in reality, we're not ready for 5G. We are just really fully using 4G. Mm-hmm. And most of the times they just is a ripoff when you see that 5G. No, you're really using 4G at full capacity, but... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then we stayed for six months, one year, two years. I said, uh, I'm not going nowhere. Now I'm counting for my American passport. Nice. After four years, I can get my American passport. And is that where you become a nationalized citizen and do all that? Okay. All that. Yeah. And by being in the US and with this arrangement from my company in Portugal, because then the funny thing, I was a contractor for my Alcatel-Lucent in Portugal. Then Alcatel-Lucent Portugal would sell my services to Alcatel-Lucent US. Oh, wow. Okay. Smart. They were smart. Yeah. And when I saw how much money Alcatel-Lucent Portugal was making from Alcatel-Lucent, when I saw one of the bosses that I had at the time was very nice and he showed us, I was like, jeez, <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm worth all of that and I'm not really receiving a tenth of... Yeah. Like it's a, an amazing business. Model. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That the the inside bigger corporations, the way that they are doing with the, the money, cycling it through mm-hmm. different. And I would go to Portugal every two to three months. So it was a really sweet deal. Yeah. In one of those trips, one of my very good f- friend, Miguel Rodrigues, he's been doing jiu-jitsu since I was 14. That's when he started. And he would say, D, let's go, let's do it. At the time, 25 years in Portugal, a boatload of money. And my mom would be like, dude, chill out. Go play soccer. <laughs> so I played soccer. Yeah. And this Were you any fr- good? Were you any good at soccer? 
Medium. Yeah. That was medium. It's so hard to be good there. It's, it's so hard because you could be great and not make a team. Or depends on the environment that you are. Yeah. So with my buddies at school, I was great. Yeah. Yeah. When I was playing with my team, my local team, until I was like uh, 14, 15, I was good. Not great anymore. Then when I did some tryouts with uh, one of the best teams in Portugal at the time, the best team, I was medium mediocre. Yeah. Isn't that wild? And then when it was time to go to the college, I was like, go to college, <laughs> forget about soccer, just play books. recreational yeah. books. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy, he's been doing it forever now. And now he's already a black belt. 2014, in wow. the summer, in the, when it was? December of, uh, not February or January. Finally, after him bugging me, dude, try jujitsu. Yeah. I went and I tried it. Yeah. He just laid on top of me. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Steven, I'm, I'm going to send you the photo of uh, baby D in a, in a white belt. And we're going to, we're going to put, we're going to put that Nine up. Years ago. We're going to put that up because um, <clears throat> it, it's, it's pretty wild because when you, when you, when I look at somebody, you like seasoned, you know, jujitsu guy, um, It's hard for people that haven't been doing this long to believe that we were where they are now. You know what I mean? Like, and most of the times, worse. Worse, yeah, worst. yeah. Because I mean, you know, I think I think uh, I started coming up. We started coming up when when the YouTube was actually getting pretty decent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before that, YouTube was garbage, and all they had. Well, I'm talking about the techniques that people would mm -hmm. share. But, and then, and then they, like, I'm talking about Paul Nava and those guys, they were doing like magazines and VHS tapes, you know, and, and, and learn, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, so, I mean, people coming up now, they've got it good. They've got it they really no good. BJJ Fanatics. BJJ what? <laughs> so, went, Miguel just destroyed me without doing anything. Yeah. Then I said, oh, okay, I need to learn this. As soon as I went back to Jersey, went to Google, okay, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu schools. Uh, Elijah BJJ, Eliza Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Union, Union, New Jersey. When there, black instructor, I didn't even know, but made it even sweeter. I'm not really the kind of guy that looking yeah. all black or whatever, <laughs> but functioned really well. Yeah. Started there, small gym, but like very, like a brotherhood. Mm. And the guy at the time, Elijah, she, he was already 54, 55. And he was a black belt in Taekwondo. He was black belt in Muay Thai. Love it. Then later on was when he was one of the first Americans to get his Brazilian black belt. Wow. So he's a, he's a stud. That's awesome. So 55 years old, goes to the gym. He's doing deadliftings. He's doing hand press, whatever. Yeah. Then when it's time to roll, when you... When you would roll with him, wouldn't be 10 minutes. It's 20. Oh. Because he needs his time to warm up. Warm up. <laughs> Dude. Then he wouldn't take it easy on you. Yeah. And then our school wasn't that big. And we had a lot of black people. But just to tell you a little story on that school, initially it was all white guys. Yeah. When the younger comers, black guys, start to catch up yeah one by one start to leaving the school no way what i'm not kidding oh my gosh that's angry dave crazy. barkel dude <laughs> barkel the guy that was here yeah 
Yeah. Wow. He was cool. He was amazing. Yeah, I love the guy. Yeah, when is he coming back? I have no idea because he's a nurse. So oh, he, yeah, travels, he travels a lot. He yeah. travels around. Yeah. So then I'm learning with these guys. And they are black like me. So it makes it even yeah. sweeter. Yeah. And now I'm learning with them. And Elijah, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, was, he, they had a way of rolling very tight, close to you. They're yeah. not giving you space. Yeah. And like aggressive in a way that they, they're going for it. They're not giving any space. They are relentless. So my relentlessness that I got was from my early, early beginnings. Love it. Yeah. Then we just, I just started falling in love with it. Then 2016, when my wife came to US in Jersey with my daughter, and at the time was like, I would go to work at nine. So I would go, would go to lift, uh, weightlifting with her from six to seven. Then I would go to work eight to five then i come home sometimes i would go straight from work from the for the class six and seven wow six and seven six and seven Ooh, that's a lot so, <laughs> at the time for me it was normal right, right yeah, because same. i used to that then i would have somebody sometimes not talking to me yeah being pissed or just giving me because at the time she was not working and she would stay with the kid yeah that's tough with yasmin yeah So this will, and Monday to Friday, this is what I used to do. Yeah. For me, it was like, yeah, I went to work. Now I'm going to jujitsu. Then I would come back at 8.15 and dinner is done. Everything is done. Yeah. Only years later, she was telling me that, dude, that was not cool. Yeah. That was not yeah. cool. So lesson learned, everybody. Marry an awesome girl first. Marry an awesome girl first and then start jujitsu. Because Or convince her to do convince it. Convince her to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It took Amy a little a little warming up to it. She she did she started about a year after I did. And then she took like she just was out of love with it for a <laughs> while. And then she got back in. So I mean, you know, good on her to come back. That's yeah. hard. No, that's it, that's it really is. hard to do. So going was 2014 to 2018. So I got my blue belt with Elijah mm -hmm. after two years. Uh 18 months, 18 months was quick, was kind of quick. Then it comes the time to come to Kelly. It was hard. How did that happen? So my wife did a little bit of inception. They, she's good. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, she's good. Oh my God. So she has a master's degree in human resources. Okay. Okay. So I thought... She comes to U.S., it's going to be easy to find a job. She comes to U.S., Jersey, come on, Jersey, New York, everybody knows Portugal, right? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Nah. She sent more than 150 resumes. Holy crap. More dude. than 150. Nothing. Crickets. Or they would call her and, who? Where? Portugal. Do they speak English? What is, what is that? <laughs> I'm talking English with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you better go to school again. Over oh my. and over. Then she started telling me a third part story. And you, as a salesman that you are, you know that the best way to have somebody do something that you want is not telling, telling them to do it directly. Right. You tell them a third part story. Yep. So, babe, there is this couple where she was not able to find a job, but he was in finance at the time or whatever. And so for him, it was easy to find a job in a different place 
but for her was easier to find a job in Kelly. Mm. Then they moved to Kelly and she went there and she got a job right away. Wow. Before I know it, what that what I'm doing? <laughs> Packing your shit and going to California. I'm, I'm open. <laughs> I'm looking for a job yeah. in Kelly. Yeah. But telecommunications is a very weird um industry. It's in pockets. The majority of the carriers like Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they are in the East Coast. So for me, Cali didn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. So I would have to go to a different area to work on. And I was very comfortable with my telecommunications, just doing some lab work, some validations, uh, yeah. voice over LTE. But then, again, this is the universe working perfectly for me. I see a job opening, actually not even a job opening. I'm applying for Amazon at the time, but nothing happened. Then a recruiter from Intel, they had something called red carpet event where it's a way to boost the minorities. Okay. So women's, Afro-Americans, <clears throat> yep. whatever majority, uh, minority, they invite you and they do speed rounds interviews. Oh, no shit. They invite you. You go there to Santa Clara for three days. Everything is paid. Wow. The car, the food, the hotel. You just have to show up. And what's what's a speed round interview? Is it like with many One people? Hour. Yeah. So <clears throat> I send them my resume and they would send to the hiring managers. Then the hiring managers would see your resume. And if they like your resume, they would schedule a session with you on that day. So are, is it like a conference area, like a conference it's kind of center a conference, and, yes. you're, and you're just kind of waiting for your spot to open and you move around? You have, you already know the time that you are going in <clears throat> yeah. and who you are meeting. Wow. That's cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Because in IT nowadays, you are looking for minimum five hours, minimum to eight or 10 hours of speed, uh, one hour interviews with the teams, full days. Wow. They are draining you. Wow. They are... And I was like, but for for me on this one was like just one hour. One-on-one, you have one hour to find out what I know, what I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I have one hour to sell myself. Yeah. For me, it was perfect. So this was almost this time of the year. Yeah. uh, December the 7th was when I went uh, off to 2017 was when I went there. I got a letter of letter of, of intent and LOI. Then three days later, I got the formal offer. Offer, yeah. But offers from Cali to New Jersey, they are tricky. How come? The the amount of money that people make in Silicon Valley is ridiculous when you compare with any anywhere. other place. Anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. And one of the things that the recruiter said to me at the time was please. Do your own due diligence. Look at the numbers and see if the numbers make sense. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a six figures high, medium high, medium high. Dude, of course that makes sense. What are you talking about? <laughs> In Jersey, to make this amount of money, I would have to be a senior. Mm. Although at the time I already had seven years, but you would have to be... 14 or 15 years in the business yeah. to do that kind of money. Yeah. Of course, I accept. Let's go. Before you know it, 
December 10th, I accept the offer. I pack everything. We send our stuff over. We go back to Portugal for vacations. Then when we come back, we go straight to Cali. Mm. That's how quick we, we moved. Yeah. Then we get to Cali. After six months, you start seeing, oh, it was a very decent paycheck. Yeah. But because so you have no choice, but you got to be dual income out there, right? There's no have. real choice. So I was paying $3,000 for two bedroom apartment. Oh shit, dude. Plus daycare, yeah. $700. Yeah. A week. A uh, month, a month. A month, a month. 700. No, no, oh. not 700. I'm I'm lying. What I'm I'm 1700. 1700 a month. A month. Holy before shit. COVID. After COVID went to 21 2100 wow. a month for daycare. Yeah. So now you start seeing this is going how I went to to Kelly. Yeah. But at the end and all after being there for three months my wife was able to get a job. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. And leaving Elijah Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at the time when my last day, dude, I was in tears. Yeah. The Yeah, man, the bonds the that you bonds, create, yeah. the bonds that you create was like then I was like I think I was one month away or two months away. of getting my purple belt. Wow. Oh, bummer. Yeah. But at the time I'm like, okay, I'm going to move to a different school. They will see what I know and Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm looking for a school in Jersey. Oh, funny story. When I went to the interview, there was fight to win in San Jose. But at the time I was not a jiu-jitsu nerd like I am now right now. Yeah. You don't watch any of the tournaments? No. Nah. Dude, I'm waiting for tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be 29 matches. Starts at 1 p.m. Wow. The the Crown, I'm yeah. going to watch all of it. I might watch some of that. Oh, the Crown. There, there's be, yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of really good jiu-jitsu. So, a lot of really good deserving people are in oh, that yeah. way. It's so it's so cool to watch. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> When I'm coming back on the plane evening was the end of the fight to win and Caio did fought on that tournament. So I'm And I was with my, oh, I don't have my sweatshirt, Elijah Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And some of the people that went to see it, they thought I wasn't at the tournament. That I went on, oh, they saw, who's that guy? Oh, no, no, Caio was amazing and this and that. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't start looking for schools when I come back to San Jose. Mm-hmm. So when I came back, there was a few schools. There was Triune BJJ. There was, of course, Caio, and at the time, my friend uh, that introduced me to Jiu-Jitsu, initially, he was like, just speaking about Caio, this guy is like a, a mad scientist. Yeah. He's too much. I'm like, oh, okay. Then I'm starting looki- looking at the schedules, and evening time would, wouldn't work in Cali. In Cali, anything that is above five miles, you are for an awakening in yeah. terms of traffic. Yeah. And... Rush hour, even worse. So my only option was training 6 a.m., 6.30. And Caio had that. Caio was teaching it? Not Caio, the Caio Terra Academy. Oh, gotcha, okay. Bunch of hours, so now I'm looking for a school there. Went there, and then, I, actually, I started with the evening class at the, at the time. Was cool, was, was nice. Was crowded, was packed. I never saw so many people. That's a great it. school. It's big. Yeah. It's massive. Yeah. I was really kind of intimidated. I'm sure. My school was, in a good day, 
12 people. Wow. In a good day. Yeah. Average eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I go to Kyoterra Academy. It's packed. Yeah. A lot of people. Then I start going in the morning. Oh, that was amazing. Almost a private lesson? Not a private lesson, but we, at the time when we, I started, v- Vitor was already doing a great job. He started with two, three people. He's a cool dude. He's an amazing dude. Yeah, yeah. Like one year before, there were two, three people. People were having privates with Vitor. At the time, <laughs> we were already, when I joined, 15 or 17. And it was amazing that I found my new family. Yeah. So different vibe, but amazing. Because in Jersey, I, would, I used to train at the evening. Now I'm tra- training at the morning, so I have time for a family after yeah. work. Yeah. And that it's perfect. was perfect. Yeah. My wife is happy. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. 100%. Yeah. So starting training in the morning with, uh, with Vitor. And then I went two or three times in the evening, not in day. It feels like two different academies. We were just talking about that at our coaches meeting on uh, on Thursday, and I and I I had to mention it because like now that I'm able to like pick and choose like where I go and which class I train. I mean, t- I teach in the evenings, but during the day I like to jump in, mm-hmm. and I love the personalities that these different classes are developing. Man, like the morning class, you know, psychos. Eleven uh, <laughs> thirty is kind of like. It's more of my laid back group, but mm-hmm. like the, the roles are really tough. Um, Steve is growing those 1 p.m. guys into animals, animals. dude. Like I'm watching them and, and I don't know that they quite understand like what Steve is showing them, but I'm like, that's going to serve them so well. When, when it clicks, yes. it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So, and then, and then you got, you know, the, the, the kids class is obviously, you know, that, that is a, I'm so in love with the kids class right now because I'm looking out and it's just with the exception of a couple. It's just a bunch of kids having fun playing. Having fun. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. And and they're learning some stuff along the way, too. You know, we're, we're, we're trying to be as regimented as we can. But I really believe that as far as self-expression goes, I believe that jiu-jitsu is one of the greatest forms of self, self-expression you could possibly watch. I can look at kids and be like, that's a thinker. That's an overthinker. You know, that's that's a pretty aggressive kid. You know, that's an artist. You know, that's an innovator. You know, and and watching them develop, you know, just with the with the stuff I'm teaching, it's kind of like, and I don't want to take away, like you said, that imagination, that imagination. that that their 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 mind going. I just want to add to it. Like add I just want to wanna give them something that they mm-hmm. can play with. And um, anyway, but the the evening classes, that's that's more of my like my, I, I hate to call it like hard nosed people, but those are people that have been working all day. And they're sacrificing, yes, yeah, respect. and they're sacrificing time away from their families so they can get some training in. Like you said, respect, much respect for the, to those guys. And um, it's it's funny because like, you know, you know, you were saying uh, there was one time where you were like, "Hey, coach," um, you said uh, you got to talk to your evening guys because uh, the mats were kind of dirty this morning. And I'm like, "All right, I'll talk to them." Every class tells me that. Every class is like the last class doesn't the do as good class. a job as we do. And God dang it, they no. better do a better job. But I love that. I love how, you know, it's almost like a competition. Like we do a better job than they do they cleaning do. the place up. So I, I, I love the different personalities that we have as, as classes, you know. No, and <clears throat> I used to hear that from Elijah, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, mm. that in Jersey, there was a, a name. Oh, those are the Elijah guys. So another funny story. The school from where my 
professor got his black belt, Elijah Reyes got his black belt, they would do some open mats. And some of our color belts used to go. I never went. And the black belts and brown belts, they wouldn't roll with Angry Dave or Barkel or Gene. Really? They wouldn't. After they had some tough rounds. Oh, do you want to go now? Of course. Of course, yeah. And at the time, they start talking about the personality. And now for me, as an instructor, I'm starting to see that. Mm. And I'm starting to even cultivating that thing on my students. 100%. I want them to be the guys known by, they don't give space. They are closed. They are always under pressure. Yeah. That's the D guys. Yeah. And going back to Caio and Vitor, and the name of the school, of the, it's important until it's not. What really makes the school, it's the students. Mm-hmm. It's the environment yeah. that the coach created. The coach yeah. is there to create that environment. Yeah. But then it's about us, the students. Yeah. That's what makes the school. 100%. Yeah. So when, like for anybody that is looking for a new school, Look for the name, but that's not the, the driver. Right. That's, yeah. You have to go and feel the vibe. Yeah. And if the vibe resonates with you, resonates with your values, your morals, like the people that it's in there, try for a week, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is a tribe for everybody out there. 100%. And yeah. in the same school, you'll have different tribes. Yeah. For me, morning at CTA, our tribe was just outstanding. And with Vitor as a coach, he doesn't know this, but once I open a school, because I want to open a school, but I don't want to be the owner like you teaching. Right. That is going to be the guy teaching it. Yeah. Vitor yeah. is going to be my guy. Nice. He's gonna he doesn't be, know it yet. He doesn't know it yet, <laughs> but it's going to be like 50-50. But Vitor, you take care of, yeah. you do whatever you want with the, yeah. because Vitor is just, has a human being and as jiu-jitsu, I, I don't know which one is better. Yeah. He's just that kind of guy. Yeah. So humble, so nice. And technical sound. Yeah. And he breeds all of that Caillou teaches, but then he has his own touch to it. Yeah. That is just outstanding. So now at CTA, every promotion that is coming, I'm ready for what? My purple belt. Right, of course. Yeah. But when you go to a school, New school, you should know how promotion works. Yeah. It's not that you are going to ask your professor when's going to be the next promotion. It's know how promotion works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many class do you need for a stripe? What they are looking for the next belt. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. In my, because with Elijah, we didn't have no system to track. He sees you. You see, because then it's a small school, you're going to be promoted as he sees it. Yeah. Oh, today you're gonna get your blue belt. That's pretty much how it worked, right? I mean, yeah, you just show up one day and like, oh, you get hey, everybody's clapping. You're like, what the hell? And you are really surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now schools are so big, schools are business, and people need to be motivated with those stripes and promotions. So six months in, we have our first promotion. I'm like, okay, it's coming. (laughs) Oh no. You already had your purple rash guards? No. No, (laughs) no, no promotion. Yeah. Okay. The next one is coming. No promotion. Okay. And now, because I was close to my purple, two years, 
Yeah, you should be right there. Yeah. <clears throat> nope. And as much as you were training. And yeah. So I have nine years of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I never stopped training. Right. Yeah. Then I talking with the guys. Oh, no. For you to be promoted, you ha- you need to be tested by Caio. You need to do the curriculum fundies. People, you need to know the moves. So you need to be invited. That's when you're going to be promoted. If you are being promoted. Oh, wait a minute. Then why I'm not being called? I'm destroying people. Yeah. I'm. So basically, this is, I think, this is a school policy. When you get there from a new school, you need to know their moves. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So my blue belt journey has been wiped out. Oh, yeah. Imagine I when I join Eresist Mesa, you didn't wipe me out. No. You didn't not. start me over. No, no. I was start over. Oh, so now it's another was another two years. Oh that's rough. Every promotion that I'm not don't roll with me. During that week. Don't roll. Don't roll. I have something yeah. to prove. Yeah. I have something to prove. Yeah. And wasn't even like, it's like, it's all funny. Don't worry about the belt. But when you are putting your time and effort, you want to be recognized. Sure. Let's, yeah. Let's not <clears throat> yeah. be naive and say, say, oh, don't care about the belt. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the recognition of your hard work of the time that you are putting in. Yeah. And for me, now I'm like, I'm destroying X, Y, and Z. X, Y, and Z are getting purple, are getting stripes on their purple. Why am I not getting them? All right. Okay, let's go. You, you just got yours. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> Dude, I was being, oh, it was me. Yeah. That week, week after promotions, don't roll with me. I was, <laughs> I had something to prove. <laughs> Then, finally, I'm invited to finally go test. Oh, then I don't get it. Oh, you didn't didn't pass? You are using too much strength. Okay. I'm using too much strength. Okay. Then I have another guy that tested with me. Oh, Felipe, you are being too flexible. (laughs) You're too flexible? There are things that are native to the person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There are things that I'm going to be doing it. Like even the way that you and me, we roll is very similar. Yeah. We use our pressure. We use our strength. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Felipe was very flexible. So he he doesn't need to move his hips in a way. He just put his leg. I hate those guys. They're so talented. They're so, yeah, I hate those guys. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't one of those. So I need to compensate with something else. Yeah. Okay. Then finally, different promotion. It's coming up. Week before COVID shutdown. Week before COVID shutdown. Oh, no. That is a promotion. And they shut the F down. Oh, yeah, F down. This is the first one. This is the first one. And in Cali, it was even worse, right? Okay, so now... Promotions coming. We lined up by color belts. The first four guys on my right, they all got promoted. They jumped me. And the person next to me got promoted. Now I'm cursing. (laughs) 
Now the mat, the mat is packed. I'm not even looking anymore. Yeah. I'm ready to go home. I'm yeah. ready to hang up my belt. I'm <laughs> done with this crap. Dude, I'm done. Blue belt for life. Blue, blue belt for life. <clears throat> I'm I don't know. I don't know what I gotta do. Yeah. Final picture. We ready to bow out. Oh, wait a minute. We got a belt. Another belt. But I'm not listening anymore. I'm blacked out. <laughs> just pissed. Hey D. Over there, they call me Dede. Yeah. Hey, Dede. Dede, you're getting your purple belt. Huh? They have done this before. They did it on purpose? They they, they used to do this. <laughs> I and I said, I will never be caught on this. So whose idea was this? Vitor. Vitor. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he listens to this, because this is a great story. In... Portuguese, o cabrão apanhou. O cabrão apanhou. What does that mean? Ah, cabrão, like in like Spanish. Asshole. Cabrón, yeah. Asshole? Yeah. The asshole cut. <laughs> the he, asshole got he got me. He, he got me good. Yeah. He got me good. Yeah. Then week before, COVID shut down. Wow. So even if I didn't get it on that day, I was in a blue belt program at this point. Yeah. You would, <laughs> you would have showed up as a blue belt. Here. Probably. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So now it would be from 2018 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to 2021. One, two. I two. started here. Yeah, two. two. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Holy crap, dude. That's scary. Oh, wait a minute. Not 2018. I'm lying. 2016. 2016. That's right. I yeah. got in 2016. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a long time. Yeah, then COVID, no, nobody's training. Yep. And then for me at the time, then my wife was pregnant. We were doing some hideout people going to the gym without nobody know. Everybody was. I was invited, but I was like, I want to go, but. You got a pregnant wife. That's I had, different. I don't know. Totally I, we, different. And yeah. at the time, we didn't know what COVID was. So yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Didn't go. <clears throat> then I got my purple. Okay. Now I don't have to worry about stuff and yeah now the weight on my shoulder it's gone yeah now i'm having fun you know and and, and the thing about it is like people are gonna say oh you know, just get your belt when you get your belt don't worry about your belt blah 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 but the thing is like there comes a certain point where you're like dude i i've i've kind of put in my time you know what i mean I, i've i've done everything you asked like you know henry gracie said something that you know he's not a very popular guy in certain circles right because i mean whatever whatever but yeah. you can't argue with some of the logic that he uses because it just makes sense and he said you know jujitsu was very <clears throat> i hate to use the word arbitrary but it's very like very much subjective to what the very black subjective. belt wanted right and that in my opinion <clears throat> that put black belts in a very unhealthy place it made them something they're not we are not Anything other than just guys that didn't stop doing jujitsu. That's all we are. Mm -hmm. That's all we are. Um, we're, we're, there's nothing magical. Some black belts are just amazing athletes, and they do such incredible things on the mat. But get to know them. They're just a regular guy who, who, who know that they, they, they have insecurities, and they have, you know, some of them are afraid of the dark, right? <laughs> but they're just regular people. And, and, and I think having that kind of, call it power, mm -hmm. over, over people can be, uh, it could go into a dark place if you allow it. The wrong person has that kind of power, right? Um, <clears throat> and I saw in different schools that messing up with people. Yeah. People putting the time and not being seen. 
And the bigger the school, the more that will happen. Yeah. And sometimes it's like heartbreaking to see people putting all of the time and not being seen. And before you know it, they are quitting because they were not seen. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, it's a pity. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and what Henner said is like, imagine D, you go to college, right? Mm-hmm. You got your master's degree. But you start college and, the, and your professor says, just keep showing up and one day we'll get you a degree. Yeah. Okay. Well, how long is that going to take? Oh, I don't know. It, it could take 10 years, but just keep showing up and, and, you know, and keep paying. And someday we'll tell you when you're ready. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, time out, bro. <laughs> you realize I'm paying, right? <laughs> and I just learned <clears throat> with Patrick when we get the, um, we had the, the picnic. Yeah. Muay Thai, Taekwondo, all of those sports, you pay for your testing. testing yeah. I didn't know that in jiu-jitsu also, in some schools. Some schools, yes. I didn't know. Some schools, you buy your belts. You buy, you buy your belt. You are paying for stripes promotions. Mm-hmm. Then if you fail, it's... And then you're paying for belt promotion. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, so I looked at I looked at some of the other structures out there, mm-hmm. uh, other models, and not my thing. But hey, they're successful. God bless them. For they're, the business, they're, Yeah, they're doing, they're doing whatever they want to do. But let's say you have... Um, Belt promotion coming up, such as yours, mm-hmm. right? Um, invite only. And you have to do certain things in a curriculum, right? And if you mess it up, you don't pass, right? And then they give you another date to test. Mm-hmm. But if you want to um, if you want to get a little bit better at the techniques that you failed, the same person that failed you will give you private lessons. So that you can then take the test again. That's genius. And pass your pass or fail. <laughs> and you pay for the test again. So what I tell my students is like, yes, you're, you're buying your first gi and your first belt. Mm-hmm. And that's the last belt you're going to buy. Because I was brought up where your your professor, your your coach, presents you with your next belt. You don't buy it. I always thought <clears throat> that was the way. Yeah. Until only two weeks ago. And I've been yeah. doing this for nine years now. <laughs> really, Patrick? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, he, and he was in Kelly. And yeah. was in some big schools. Yeah. And I'm not shitting on them. Hey, man. If it, and, and some people need that structure. You know what I mean? And some people need no structure. Like there's some, like for example, um, uh, Proving Ground MMA, mm-hmm. uh, Ruben Vargas, good friend of mine, awesome school, killers in there. They've been doing jujitsu for years. And I think Ruben was the only blue belt in the room. Hmm. But they all trained together. They all did, they all did nogi. And they, they're savages, dude. I mean, the women in there, the men in there, they're so good. And, but they never cared about belts and yep. they didn't care about promotions. And then when they got under Paul, they started getting promoted. And, and like, like KT, you know, do you know KT, Brown Belt over at Vargas? No. You will never forget him if you roll with him. <laughs> he's, I think he's 36 years old and he still wins at adult level. Ooh. Yeah. So um, KT, Brown Belt. Probably was rolling at a brown belt level five years ago. Mm. I mean, he's he's freaking good, you know. But it's just one of those things. They didn't need that structure. But but then when they got it, they flourished. They that, man, that school is amazing. They have so many good people, and because they had that core that didn't care, mm-hmm. the people that are flocking to the place are kind of like minded. It's not that they don't care, but they kind of they're like, yeah. I mean, if if they're willing to suffer through it, so am I. I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I thought yeah. that's really cool. But for the most part, people coming off the couch, you know, and, and the traditional martial arts teach us like if you show up, 
you get this, right? But they also teach us if you show up and you pay, you get that, right? Yeah. So it's a paradigm shift when you walk in and I and I tell you you're you're not going to pay for promotions here. I don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And even Patrick asked me, "How do we do it here?" I was like, "No, there is no there is no paying." Even the testing for me, I think we had this conversation before and personally, I don't like it. Mm. I don't I don't like it because There is an extra level of stress that is being put. And even for me, when we were testing was with Caio and most of the time Caio was not even there, was our instructor was Vitor. Yeah. And now for me, if I'm failing that move, it really means that I don't know my craft. Mm. No, not really. Not really. Yeah. And testing and failing comes from where again? Where, we di where did we start? School system. School system, yeah. <clears throat> and it's bad. Yeah, like memorize and regurgitate memorize these things. Regurgi yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I While like that, yeah. if the kids were really <clears throat> trying to learn for the sake of learning, like even a few days ago, I, I was telling my wife, if I was going back to school right now, I wouldn't try just to finish school. I would try to understanding it. Yeah, yeah. But now if you are putting people pressure just to learn and be ready for the exam... And in jiu-jitsu, no. Let them roll, see how they are doing. Yeah. You have more than enough time to see how people are doing. Yeah. In their regular environment, you are their coach. You are seeing it every single day. What they are missing, what they are not missing, then is your responsibility as a coach to, they are missing some details on uh, armbar. They yeah. are missing some details on pulling guard. Mm. They suck at standing. Mm. It's your responsibility. 100%. If they are failing, you are <clears throat> failing them as a coach. I, I 100% agree with you. And there are times when I sit there and I think, I'm a lousy coach. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> not just adults. I'm, I'm pretty good with adults. But when I, when I teach kids and they're just not getting it, it's not the kid's fault. I haven't figured out how to communicate with that kid yet. Right? And I need to take the time to understand like where the kid's coming from. And- It doesn't take it doesn't take much to understand that. A couple minutes talking to them, you know, spend some time with the family, you know, mm -hmm. with the mom or dad, and you can kind of understand, understand like why they're doing what they're doing. Um, but um, there there are there are times when I don't like to take credit for anything, mm -hmm. right? I really don't. I really don't. But when a kid nails it, I'm like, you know, your training partner did an amazing job, right? Or the kid has been, you know, putting in the work. It's never like. I taught him, well, I'll joke around like, hey, whoever's coaching is doing a hell of a job. But, you know, but the reality is if the kid applies themselves, they can flourish. And if you take the, I want to call it the Montessori approach, yeah, Montessori approach. That, where you, where you, uh, where you f forget about the what and understand the why, the why, yeah, you're, you're really going to do well. But, but that's, that's a, that's another layer of um, delayed gratification that you're going to have to live with mm -hmm. because yeah. the what's easy, right? If, if I can get you on your back, The what is good, but how did I do that? And the next time when it doesn't work, what happened? Why didn't it work? Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's what you got to figure out, right? That's how you dissect things. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Then, <clears throat> then giving some props to the system that they had there, like you need to know the fundies. The good thing that I would like was for all the belts, the test was the same. Oh, that's good. At any level. Any level. Wow. Then when you were going from brow to black, you'd have to teach it. Yes. Now what they would be evaluating you is how you teach it. 
but like we had genius. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I do yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a <clears throat> and that's good a conversation thing. you and I have had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because again, has the good side of it as a bro- uh, the black belt that needs to know how to teach. Then you have the downside where it's not on the black belt. And it's not on the person system. Be a coach or be a nice coach or know how to. You have some great competitors out there that they just know how to execute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's a feel like a read and react kind of thing. Yeah, they know how. Then you put them in the <coughs> coach's <coughs> shoes or professor's shoes. Yeah, and things can change. And then if you are evaluating somebody to get their black belt, only, only, and ex- exclusively on how they teach things cannot be 50-50, I think. Yeah. yeah. You can put some weight on it, but other things, if it's not in their personality, has to has to come up. It goes back to self-expression. 100%. It's it's the perfect I'm, I'm telling you, man, that when I when I started looking at it in those terms, it made me a better it made me a better um student, mm-hmm. made me a better coach all around because it's like it's it's the it's the most beautiful method of self self-expression because you're using your entire body it's not a pencil it's not a paintbrush it's like you like y- y- your whole personality comes out in your role and is you yourself yeah one of the things that i also like with jujitsu when i used to do soccer and when i was comfortable and being the guy give me the ball i will dribble all of these guys and i'm gonna score when i wasn't the guy and i was in teams where i had better people I would hide behind them. Mm. And only now for the last five, six, seven years, I adopt a different way of being and take ownership and being the guy. Yeah. And even when you put me <clears throat> in the spot to start teaching, that really helped me help me being the leader. Yeah. As growing up, I most of the time well, I was the follower. Mm-hmm. But jujitsu, you gotta be the leader. 100%. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. You cannot rely on XYZ on your team to bail you out out of this situation. Yeah. And it's where team sports is very important, but when you are on your own, it's really important as yeah. well. Because in life you will have both things. Times where you can rely on, on a team and you should, but a lot of the times first you got to rely on yourself. Yeah. Then you can rely on the team. Then when I start jujitsu and I, oh, okay, it's just me, myself, and I, I have to be good at it. Yeah. It's just nobody's going to come and save me. That's it. <laughs> and then when I, I start to yeah. learn to trust <clears throat> on myself and on my skills and being comfortable on my own skin, I start flourish in other areas of my life. Mm. And even after starting teaching, now I'm getting very comfortable talking. I hate to talk in public. Really? I do <laughs> are you serious 100 and and so and so being the coach and standing in front has helped you overcome that big oh, time. that's so cool man yeah big time that's so cool i hated like doing presentations even in my the year that i did my master's now i'm I have to do a presentation for the full school and directors and professors i hate it i was just sweating was bad <laughs> <laughs> then even initially I'm like I have such a hard time picturing that that's funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like I'm gonna 
extrovert, but most of the times I'm an introvert. Wow. Okay. If I know you, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. If I go to a party and no, I'm, don't talk to me. Don't look at me. No kidding. Uh, that's wild. <laughs> and being an instructor as coach <clears throat> at Erezist Mesa, yeah. that helped me big time. So yeah. I'm really grateful to you because it's been helping me so, so much for other areas that I'm going to be carrying it with me. Even now being, talking here, be comfortable, being a public speaker, uh, helping people, being a coach, all of those things has been helping me drastically. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny you 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 mentioned that because, you know, you you said you know the the opportunity you got to 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 be an instructor at Aries East Mesa, um. It's I hate to use the word manifest, but it but it's it's don't, it's, don't it's, hate. it's too it's too real for me yes. not to use it, because I remember I was talking I was exhausted I was so tired and I was talking to Amy and I was just saying man if if the right person could just walk through the door. And I could hand them because 6 a.m. is my baby. That's <laughs> yeah. my baby. So if I could just hand them the 6 a.m. class, it would free me up to do a lot more things because getting up at 430, teaching and then, you know, cleaning and blah, 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 and then trying to change gears. And then and then I got another class to teach and all this other stuff. It was it was too hard. And I thought if I could just find the right person and then you walked in <clears throat> and I and when we first met, I was like, OK, about my size, you know, I'm going to roll with them. Right. And then I think you and I were the first role. Was that your first role? Was the last last roll? That's right. Last. First day, first last day, roll. yeah. First day, last roll. And then um, we rolled, and we went. I, I I was bloody. I think after that round, it was awesome. It was war. Yeah, it was awesome. And then I was like, man, this this cool dude. And then and then you joined the school. I was like, awesome, right? And then one day we were talking, and, and you were like, how do I get to that next level? And I was like, man, teaching is the best way. If you want to get to another level, start teaching. And then I was like, the right person just walked in, and that's when it hit me, right? And then, and the reason I say that is because, you know, I have a, a whiteboard downstairs where I just draw stuff on. And I literally wrote out what my expectation is for my kids coach, if and when I find one. And <clears throat> so funny, but I, I, um, I realized the other day I was sitting right next to him. I, I know who it's going to be. I just have to groom them. I just have to help them get to that level. You remember what we spoke about designing? Yeah. Yeah. So this that's exactly what I did. This goes all to the beginning of our conversation, knowing what we want. Yeah. And give it to our subconscious mind mm. and things will happen. Most of the time we are spending time on, I can ask you what you don't want, what you don't like, and you're going to give me a list. Ten, ten things. Yeah. 100 things. Yeah. Easily. Mm. Then I ask you what you want for your life. 95% of us, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But we know what we don't want. Isn't that crazy? It's if we start focusing on what we want and starting designing what we want in every areas of our life. You wanted a 6 a.m. coach, you designed it. Mm -hmm. And let's use the cliche word and you manifested it. Yeah. You designed, you manifested it. So there is a saying spec. You select, you project, you expect, and you collect. Mm. That's exactly what you did. Yeah. You select what you wanted. You expected it. You expected it. You, you selected. You projected it. You expected it to happen. Yeah. And you collected it. Yeah. So if we start <clears throat> designing what we want in all areas of our life, like pen and paper, 
I want this, this, this to happen in my life. In every areas. And you did it and it worked like we spoke before. So far, man. So far. I'm 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 telling you, it's It's crazy, and it's not. It, and it's not a passive thing. That's the thing. Like you can't say, I, I. It, we didn't stop at like if the right person. No, no. Amy, Amy's like, what's the right person? Well, he's he or she has to be this, and he or she has to be that, and they have to believe in this, and they have all of those things that are important to me. Mm -hmm. You have the hardest part for me was to have my ego say it's his class now, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah incredibly difficult more difficult than i can explain <clears throat> i didn't know that part <laughs> oh it's so hard it's so hard but well, like when i when i go there like when i go to your class in the morning mm -hmm. like i oh gosh man first i feel like bait because everybody's like oh coach is here we're gonna give him a good run you know what i mean and he's i'm just i'm just a student at that point which i love but you know I don't want to say it's a like what are you doing here kind of kind of kind of vibe, mm -hmm. but it's like this is D's class. What are you doing here kind of vibe, right? And I love that. I love that they've become like your students. They become your little tribe there. And and I'm I'm a guest, man. All I gotta do is show up and train. I don't no. even clean the mats. I just leave. I, I love to have you there. <laughs> and in the beginning, <clears throat> that imposter imposter syndrome mm, was huge. Real. It's huge. Yeah. And you know why it was even huge? So now I'm in Arizona. Yeah. Then in Arizona, Ares and CTA had something going on. Yeah. Let's call it beef. Let's call it bullshit. 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 <laughs> Not bullshit. Because now everybody's best buddy. <clears throat> yeah. So that was like, the first school that I'm not going is Ares. <laughs> so you Are see, you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming. I knew I was coming to Arizona In November of 2017, yeah, not 20, uh, 2021, I came, I saw a house, I'm going to live here. Okay, so there is an affiliate that is Jay Pages from CTA. Okay, so that is... Awesome guy, love Jay. No brainer. I got a already school, <coughs> price-wise perfect. And I know, I spoke with Vitor, <coughs> he gave me a list, he put Aries on. No, Vitor, Aries, no, come on. No Aries, no. <laughs> Then... <laughs> I go to Jay, but time-wise, doesn't work. Gotcha. I enrolled there. Mm -hmm. Amazing price. Yeah. Jay is amazing on the price. Yeah. Fucking amazing. <laughs> And he's, he's a cool dude, man. I don't know if you know Jay personally. Awesome guy. He was awesome. Yeah. He was awesome really, <clears throat> like, even the professors, the people over there. Oh, yeah. Was awesome. Yeah. I really... Did, did, you, meet, did you meet Gabe and, and, and those guys? Yes. Yeah. 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 Solid dudes, Solid. man. Solid. Yeah. Solid. I love those guys. At the time, I think Gabe... <laughs> Gabe was a brown belt. Roll with him. Tough, dude. For a little guy, tough. Jeez. Yeah. But yeah. good stuff. Yeah. But the time wise, because I was like going after work, that shit will not work. Yeah. Because then I have to pick up my daughters in Gilbert and they are all the way in Tempe. Oh, gosh. Okay. But <clears throat> I work in Chandler. Yeah. So it would make sense. I said, okay. Nope, doesn't work. Then I went to JD. One thing that I didn't like with JD, I could only do one trial. Okay, okay. One day. One day and then you make a choice. Yeah. Then you got to make a choice or you pay for it for uh -huh. the other days. Gotcha. I was like, no, I don't like that. Yeah. Cross. Yeah. Then this is after I already signed up with Jay. Jay, yeah. 
So, so not, you were just trying to work your way closer. Basically. Then I was like, okay, now I need to find something around. So JD was bef- was in the early beginnings, even before going to J, just to f- see other yeah. things. I never ended up going to Marcio because at the time it was very close, but then didn't I didn't go. Then after one month and just going three days to J, my wife was like, dude, why don't you look for something closer here? I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Then I can go in the morning before I go to work. Because even in my, my head, initially I was like, I'm going to go to J at 6 a.m. Then I'm, so I would go from Gilbert to Tempe, Tempe, Gilbert, then Gilbert to Chandler to work. Oh my gosh. Of course, that <laughs> would not work either. That's not going to work, yeah. Then she said, <clears throat> she's so wise. She's like, find something closer. Then I went to Roots. Nice. They had a, it was a brown belt. I never been taught by a brown belt. Oh, really? No. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, you were, you were spoiled. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Then I go there, and I'm like... Two legit black belts teaching you. I was like, what is the, the black belt? Hey, when does the black belt... Oh, they only come in the evening. Oh, okay. I'm like, mm, I don't like it. <laughs> no, I don't like it. Then I roll with them, and it was okay. <clears throat> yeah. I wasn't destroyed. I was destroying most of the people. I was like, no, I don't like it. I don't like it not being taught by a black belt. And I don't like it. I'm not being. Yeah. The nail. Yeah. Okay. At this moment, I'm like, screw this BS that they have. There is one near me. There is East Mesa. Spoke with Deborah at the time. Spoke with her. Scheduled. Shut up. Great vibe. Great environment. Then last role was with you. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. That was like <laughs> when I'm when I'm signing. Yeah, awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. Then the yeah. the rest is history. Yeah, the man. History. No, it's been it's been a good run. It's been a really good run, and um, I'm I I feel like um, you know, we we hit a rough patch earlier this year, but um, we needed it. Yeah, we we definitely we needed, needed it. it. Yeah, needed it. and and now the people that we are being surrounded by are just amazing. I mean, that group we had on the mat earlier today for coaches training. Bro, everybody's different. Everybody's, everybody's different. different. Everybody uh, and and here's what I love: like no one is afraid to just say their piece. Like even something as as simple as like, "Hey, we're gonna do a guard pull," right? That's where it started. That's and we had guard pull. four different guard pulls going on. Yeah. And then like, what about this and doing that and doing this? And then I think collectively we really complement each other because we're so different, mm-hmm. right? And 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 the diversity of skills I believe is going to be our biggest strength because you know, you and I very similar, very similar. Um, Steve Benton, very different. And I then, haven't had, oh my. I didn't go to a cl- his oh, class yet. Yeah, it's good. And then uh, you got Patrick who he's like six foot six. He's going to give you a very different look, right? With 10 years of teaching. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. And then Carlos, and then Carlos is like for a, for a 240 pound dude, He moves like a one <laughs> Right. <laughs> Dude, so <clears throat> last week he came to my Fun Friday class. Yeah. Fun Friday, if you guys didn't know, it's just Fun Friday. You roll for 50 minutes. Yeah. It's amazing. Show awesome. up, guys. Yeah. Uh, so I, we are standing. I go for his back. I grab his belt. I go with my foot on the back of his knee yeah. to buckle him down. Yeah. 
dude, all of a sudden, I'm feeling somebody. He, I think he did that to you. Backflipped on you. He was about to backflip on me. <laughs> he did that to me. I stopped. I was like, <laughs> Carlos, were you going to backflip on me? He said, yeah. <laughs> But we, Are you like, on your mind? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just a 240-pound guy, and I can... <laughs> I was like mesmerized. Yeah. I was like, dude, you should have done it. Would have been my jujitsu highlight career. Oh, dude, he did that to me and I just balled up and covered my head because I thought he was going to land on me, but he didn't. He landed like in side, side control. Yeah. Side control. Yeah. He like backflipped, but he threw himself like at an angle and I'm like, oh crap. And I cover my head. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm out flat on my back. Do you got the video on that? I don't think I do. No. Jeez. No, I wish I did. I wish I did. But he's so agile. And and, and he can submit you from pretty much anywhere. Anywhere. <clears throat> so it's, And it's don't a, give him your foot because no. then if you if he's going for toe holes. Yeah. Carlos, I hate you. Just, just <laughs> to let you know. I hate you. Yeah. And you know, and and uh, you know, we have Jerry. Jerry's teaching, you know, the 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 uh, the uh, fundies, yeah, Nogi. And um he has <clears throat> a childlike curiosity that I love because he's like, what about this? And what, what about, about that? He's like, he's very, he's very eager to, to learn. And, and I don't know. I don't think he's intimidated because he's been around us long enough, mm -hmm. but he's like, uh, you know, he, he, he's pretty new to the whole coaching thing. So he's like a, he's like a clean slate. You know, we just kind of teach him stuff and then he adds his little spin on it. I because love it. Because he's kind of new <clears throat> in jujitsu, mm -hmm. but he's a uh, coral in Fight, yes, real fight, real fight, real <laughs> fight. He can dismantle you. Yeah. Like we have no yeah. idea. He'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> and and more and more, seeing him open up, it's been amazing. Yeah. If what if was a person, what if would be Jerry? I I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what if? Yeah, man. Yeah. But um, no, I, I'm I'm really excited for what the future brings, man. And you know, these next coming weeks, um, yeah, it's gonna be a little hard because. It's hard to get into a rhythm when you got holidays coming up and then people leaving town and doing all that but stuff. If but if you see, <clears throat> there is always something. Yeah. Four months ago, we had in the morning average 16 to 20 people. Yeah. There was even a day we had 25. Wow. Nice. In my head, we're going for 30. Yeah. We're going to go for 30. Before you know it, we are down to 12 <laughs> tops, 14. Yeah. I'm like... Where the hell is everybody? Jews. Yeah. What's going on? <clears throat> yeah. Where is everybody? It's this, it's that, it's cold, is the time change, <laughs> is the sun that is not out. Yeah. And I was like, guys, stop with that. They just not here, period. You guys yeah. are here. Because then now we would say, it's Thanksgiving. Right. It's the holidays. Right. It's New Year's resolution. Is yeah. it's always something. It's always something. It's always something. Yeah. Then you have that hardcore group. Like now we are hitting at 14, 16, always the same guys where yeah. people when go to the 6 a.m. morning class, they go for an awakening. Oh, for sure. Or they yeah. go for an awakening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because training in the morning, besides of having killers in the morning, that is an awareness of your body that needs to be awake. Mm. That if you're not really used to it, it's an awakening Sometimes you take like three, four rounds to get in. Get in, yeah, yeah. The guys that go every every morning at 6 a.m., they just have yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Now, also goes against you when you go in the evening. Yeah. When I train in the evening, 
my body's not ready. Yeah. Um, and that's something, <clears throat> that's something I learned uh, in competition. Because if, you, if you're a 7 p.m. person and then you got a competition coming up and your competition's at 10 a.m., <clears throat> right? 10 a.m. Like your body's just different at 10 a.m. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's, it's difficult. It's very difficult. So, yeah, I can see that. Um, there, there, there are times when I try to simulate my day. Like if I have a 10 a.m. Uh, match time, back when I used to train in the mm-hmm. evenings, um, if I have a 10 a.m. match time, I would kind of wake up like crazy early and start my day early. So at 10 a.m. feels like 6 p.m. almost, you know, mm-hmm. like getting mm-hmm. up like, like that stupid early. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I kind of overcome that. But it's it's really hard to to be an evening, uh, you know, uh, a person that trains in the evening and getting up at, at 5 or 4.30 to make a 6 a.m. class. It takes a few weeks, <clears throat> if not months, for you to really get used to it. Yeah, yeah. And actually this... We don't, I don't hear that much often people getting ready for competition in the different times that they are training. They don't. They don't, they don't even think about it. They don't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. Because well, well but in, in their defense, sometimes it's really hard because the bracket comes out the same week. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. So that's hard. <clears throat> but if you, although if you are a competitor, you should be training morning, midday, mm-hmm. evening, because yeah. it helps your body to 100%. be ready yeah. at any time. But now if you are a hobbyist, like majority of people that we have, they're hobbyists mm-hmm. and they're just training at evening and they have to, they will fight in the morning at 10 a.m. They should start trying to do even the 11.30. Yeah, the 11.30. Connor, you see, um, Colin, you Col- see how nice I am? <laughs> I'm talking about the 11.30 class. You see yeah. how nice I am? <clears throat> so they should go to the 11.30 yeah. because 6 a.m. is total different different ball game yeah it's unique yeah but if people want like some nice awakenings at friday 6 a.m roll for 50 minutes dude yeah <laughs> dude yeah and, and <clears throat> i was told that you when you covered one of my evening classes you did a fun friday oh yeah i do you, it but you didn't tell them the length of the matches oh, no i changed it <laughs> every single round so is different. one of the things that i've been doing lately is when you are ready to roll for six minutes you know that you're going to roll for six minutes mm-hmm. your body's adapted to six minutes yeah so one of the things that i started i did when i started the fun friday was let me increase until we do 10 minutes rounds okay people were oh we can do hard things yeah then and when you roll in the 10 minutes It's long, but you can take your time. Yeah. You yeah. can be lazy mm-hmm. with your setup. Mm-hmm. And for us masters, one, two, and three, and so on, takes time for us to get in the rhythm. Yeah. So 10 minutes is perfect. Yeah. But then, there, most of your matches sometimes is five minutes. Yeah. So now you got to do three-minute rounds or four-minute rounds yeah. and go. Yeah. And your cardio, it differs. Yep. If you need to go fast and catch something in those four to five minutes, it's completely different than the 10 minutes, seven, eight minutes. Yeah. So lately what I've been doing is I put the clock for three rounds of five minutes. Then I go and I change to eight. Then I change it back to three. <laughs> and that was exactly what I did on one of the last Fridays that I yeah. taught. And people were, it was so cool. It was 
Yeah. So it was I, amazing. I had a conversation with Samir Shantre about that. And I asked him like, um, cause he started doing uh, masters pretty recently. Mm-hmm. And I asked like, did he, it, was it a hard transition going from a 10 minute round to a five minute round? He's like, absolutely. He's completely different. He said, um, five minutes doesn't play into his game. Cause his games, he didn't call it passive, but it's slower, slower. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, um, so now what he does, similar to what you're doing, he sets three minute rounds and he's got, he has to win every round, every round, every single round he has to win. So that's a smart play on his part because sometimes man, it'll take you two good minutes to set up your guard. Yeah. And then if you screw it up, gone, you're done. You're done. Right. So yeah. So that's a, that's a good strategy. Well, listen, man, we've been going for an hour and 40 minutes. Wow. Yeah. So um, I have to get my butt up to Payson because my son fights tonight. But oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. He's up. Uh, he's on a on a card. I can't remember the the promotion, but <clears throat> he fought um, on uh, when was it? Oh gosh, October. My birthday, October twenty eighth. Oh, yeah. He great. fought and won in forty two seconds. Oh, I think I saw on your Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And then and then so so he took another fight. Oh, it just he didn't, he didn't got no damage, so he was ready to go. Yeah, but take your time, man. Why? <laughs> Because I'm his father, and I need a break. Like they say, young and dumb. It's young and dumb, yeah. Young and yeah. dumb. I love the kid, man. But no, I, you know, the, the thing about it is, this is the first thing that I've seen him do and really commit, like, completely to it. And I hope it, like, builds on into other things in other his things. life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if he, if he wants to stay in the fight game for a while, cool. If um, not... If not, yeah, yeah, but but this has taught him a lot of discipline, a lot of um, a lot of uh, accountability. You know, um, he trains over at Power MMA, and he shows up. So and those are the two <clears> words <throat> that should be used: discipline and accountability. Yeah, it builds up for anything else. Everything, everything else. Yeah, yeah. It's not about like the how you call it, the instant gratification. Yeah, or the other one that today you have. Uh, How you call it when you wake up uh, with uh, some drive, but it's not motivation. Motivation. Yeah, I hate that word. Yeah, it's about discipline. Yeah, discipline. Yeah. With discipline, you can you can do whatever you want. Yeah, it's yeah. just that word, discipline. And then you have accountability. Yeah, on yourself yeah. without nobody else telling you to do things. Yeah, you are set to to become unbeatable in whatever you do. Yeah, and 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 one thing that <clears throat> I think it was Alex Ramosi that said this. He's like. Stop the mental masturbation. Stop making lists. Stop prepping to do stuff. Just go do work. Just like do if, if you want to be a better runner, put your fucking shoes on and go run. Yeah. If you want to do better jujitsu, show up to the next class. Like find a reason to just show up. No, no don't. It, it's good to have a plan, mm-hmm. but sometimes you just have to get in there and do work. And sometimes on that to-do list, you have three things. No more than that. No more than that. Yeah. Three things. I, I, you know what? You know what? I, you know what I realized? I'm not that important that I need to get 10 things done in a day, right? I got to get three things done three, that are super important. That three are things be like that's going to move the forward. needle. <laughs> Then at the end of the day, just another tip before you go, every night, your three wins of the day. Yeah. And to, and now you're going to write the three wins that you want for tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. Start doing this every single day. And now, even you had a very crappy day, but you need to find the three wins of the day. Then you say, now I'm going to write the other three things of tomorrow. I love it. That I want it. Yeah. You might achieve it or not, but at the end of the day, you will have your th- three wins that might be entitled, uh, Inter- intertwined, intertwined yeah. with what you wrote, <clears throat> yeah. but doesn't need to be, but you are setting the stage 
of your day tomorrow. Along those lines, real quick, I know we're getting, we're going over, but um, my old boss, my my former job, he gave us this, um, oh gosh, what's the guy's name? I couldn't stand his voice. But he was like a, along the lines of a Jim Rome, Tony Robbins kind of guy. Um, Daily, Daily, um, mm. Darren, Darren Daly? Darren. Darren? I love Darren. I can't stand his voice, but I love his message. Don't get me wrong. I Darren. love the message. I can read his mm-hmm, stuff, but mm-hmm. I, his voice. Ugh. So, um, Daly. so yeah, we, yeah, the Darren Daly, right? Yeah. But his last name isn't Daly. No. He Hardy. did like a Hardy. Hardy, but he had a Darren Daly show. Show, yeah. That you still had. Okay, yes. I got it. Yeah, but, Darren but, Hardy. So he was really big into that, and he bought a sales team of like 18 like the uh, the twelve week program that he does, mm-hmm. like he bought it for all of us, and with it came uh, a a book, right? Like a like a journal, mm-hmm. and this journal took you through like you know where your weaknesses are, where your strengths are, and you know what to build on, and then you write down your goals, you know, for the anyway. <clears throat> so, salespeople being who they are, they sat there going, "Oh, that's great." Never did anything in the book, right? But I was I was like, you know, Brian bought this. He's a cool dude. I'm gonna go ahead and do this because I'm supporting my manager, right? Mm-hmm. And I wrote down, I got through all the way to where you write down your three goals three for the next quarter, right? Mm-hmm. Close the book, never looked at it again, right? I did my part. And then we were having our quarterly sales meeting and he wanted to see our progress. And I'm like, oh shit, I better go look at the book. <laughs> Do you know I accomplished the three goals in that book that I wrote down and never thought about again? Yeah. There's something to it, man. There's something There's some, to it. I accomplished the three goals and I, and I took it to him. And I said, hey, I'm going to do this because this is what happened. And he's like, he goes, I'm telling you, man, it works. You were already de- designing without knowing it. Yeah, yeah. And so. it's simple things that all of us can do. Yeah, it's within our power, right? It's within our power. <clears throat> yeah, so that's yeah, that's really yeah. cool. All right, man. So um, I definitely want to do this again, man. This was fun. And uh, we should probably get a couple more coaches in here. Just that talk trash. We'll talk, we'll talk shit about each other <laughs> in front of each other this time. But, yeah, uh, Colin, but you suck. <laughs> saying. You know what we could do? We could take all of this stuff and put it outside. And I can get like, I can probably put two or three more microphones on this. And we can have a bunch of us on this thing. That sounds cool. That sounds awesome, right? Let's do, do it. it in the backyard. Yep, all right. Yep. Well, listen, D, thank you so much, man. I, I really appreciate everything you do for the Academy. For me personally, you're like my my counselor. <laughs> and um, I, I, I enjoyed it, man. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for having me. And let's keep rocking. Yeah. Let everybody know where they can find you on social. So D underscore Cardozo underscore AZ. I will even start to be more active because we didn't have time to talk about my side gigs. But yeah. My wife currently is doing digital marketing, but oh. I will be starting doing doing it myself. And I'll be talking about stocks, uh, fulfillment by Amazon, talking about real estate, commercial real estate. Right now, I'm really involved with commercial real estate. So that is so much that I've been through. That, that is so much experience that I have that I will be starting to post like daily. I'm even going to start a competition with my wife. I love it. in one month... One, which one of us is going to reach out to $30,000 faster? All right. Yeah, and just doing digital marketing. I love so, it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't wait I can't wait to see the results. And we'll definitely do this again. We'll 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 talk about that nope, stuff. Yeah. 100%. I definitely want to talk about entrepreneurship. I'm just yep. I'm just short on time today. No, no, it's cool. It's 
All right, everybody. If you love the podcast or if you hate the podcast, I don't care. Just uh, please give us a review on uh, on Amazon, Spotify, on YouTube, all that stuff. Any comments? I really I've been enjoying the comments lately. They've been positive. They've been negative, but I love them. Thank you guys for the for the um, for the feedback. Um, I want to thank our sponsor, BioPro Technologies. Um, BioPro is a um, is a way to increase your human growth hormone and uh, not have any needles stuck in you or anything like that. It's a very natural way. I take the um, morning and I take the evening, the bio, the quarter sleep, I believe they call it. And uh, I'm telling you, there's something to it because I just feel amazing like all the time. So uh, BioPro Technologies, check them out. Use the promo code FOXCAST and get $30 off your first, off your first order. Thanks, brother. Thank you. All right.